Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Liberty Council files a federal lawsuit against a Rhode Island school district for discriminating against the Good News Club. We're going to be talking about it on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. This is a case, Holly, that should never have been filed because the law is very clear. Mm -hmm. Since June 11, 2001, the U.S. Supreme Court issued a decision called Good News Club, and that is about the Good News Club that was denied access to a public school Although the school in that case allowed Boy Scouts and other Scouts that are teaching kids of that same age, character and moral development and so forth back then, they would not allow the Good News Clubs. And in this case, back in 2001, the U.S. Supreme Court sided with the Good News Clubs, saying that to exclude them from this open forum that was allowed for other similar clubs like the Scouts was a violation of the First Amendment. It was viewpoint discrimination. So this should never have happened. In fact, we have represented Child Evangelism Fellowship, which has the Good News Clubs nationwide for many, many years, and we've never lost a case that's been litigated on behalf of these Good News Clubs. Well, you know, I think maybe the school superintendent and the other officials maybe need to go back to school to learn about that case because they've been blatantly discriminating for two years against the Good News Clubs in their elementary school, yet they've allowed Boys and Girls Clubs, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, YMCA, Girls on the Run, but the Good News Clubs and Child Evangelism Fellowship has tried for two years to have these clubs at Providence Public School District in Rhode Island. Yeah, for two years, and then the local uh, CEF, Child Evangelism Fellowship of Rhode Island group, contacted us saying that this particular school district would not allow the Good News Clubs, but they allow all these other clubs. And then we've worked with them for a number of months, sending demand letters, giving information, having our client go back and fill out another application, to no avail. And so the superintendent, as well as the school district now, are defendants in this federal lawsuit. I can tell you they're not going to win this case, no. and it's going to be an expensive proposition for them. They should have followed the law mm -hmm. to begin with. They knew what the law was because we told them what the law was. The only explanation, Holly, that you can have for this is not that they are ignorant of the law, but that despite the fact that they know what the law is, they're hostile to Christian viewpoints. And, you know, that's just astounding to me. I mean, these Good News Clubs teach these children um, about Christianity. They teach them how to be good leaders. They teach them spiritual growth and service to others. They help um, instill in them good social, emotional and character and leadership development. And, you know, the feedback we've gotten from those school officials that have had the Good News Clubs on their campuses is just amazing. They say these kids are different, they're well-behaved, yeah. they're polite, and the parents as well. It's a win-win situation for the school and the children. One of the early cases that we filed years ago against the Los Angeles Unified School District, which at the time was the second largest school district in the country behind New York City School District, and it's massive in its size. I think the elementary school students alone was in the number of around
around 400,000. It was huge. Wow. They allowed everybody on campus, but they did not allow the good news clubs. We filed suit. We ultimately won that case. But we also presented affidavits sworn under oath by one, a bus driver, mm. who at another school in another area where he worked noticed that there was a physical, visible change of the behavior of the students after the Good News Club came on campus and these kids went to the Good News Club, that they were more polite, they were more respectful. Of course. And they interacted more decently with one another. We also had a principal that was in another place in California, and this principal did the same thing. He issued a declaration saying that he noticed a, a positive benefit in the students when the Good News Clubs came and these students were able to participate. And then when he went to a new school in Southern California, not in the Los Angeles Unified School District, but in another district outside of that, he personally requested the Child Evangelism Fellowship organization there to start a Good News Club on campus because it was so positive right. for the kids. I mean, aside from the fact that it's unconstitutional what they're doing to prohibit the clubs on campus, think about now what's being um, jammed down the throats of these children in public schools regarding all this, you know, um, LGBT ideology and critical race theory and et cetera, et cetera. It's being jammed on them. It's causing friction and it's causing them to act out and thinking, oh, maybe I'm a different gender or whatever. But yet you've got this club that comes in and helps teach them how to be good citizens, how to be good leaders in their different um, you know, areas. It's just astounding to me. You would not want that unless for some reason, maybe the superintendent is afraid Number one, maybe he's afraid he's promoting religion, or he's just afraid that he doesn't want anything to go against that ideology that's being pushed. I think it's more an ideology. For example, mm. you know, the, the Girl Scouts, they have been known to be involved in promoting Planned Parenthood. Right. Uh, and Planned Parenthood has, you know, been promoted through these scouts. The Boy Scouts, remember, they went off the rails with the whole LGBTQ mm -hmm. issue first with regards to attendees, the Scouts, and then with regards to their actual leadership. Right. And they did that in Canada. They went downhill. They did that in the United States. I predicted they would go downhill. They have been sued now. They're on the verge of bankruptcy. So they allow those things on right. campus. The girls on the run, uh, we found a Twitter feed the other day. It wasn't for this particular group that was in Rhode Island, but another group in another place. And they were promoting the whole transgender ideology that you can change your gender like you can change your clothes or your hair color. And they don't want the good news clubs on campus. The fact is that in the U.S. Supreme Court decision, the dissenters, like Justice Breyer, who's no longer on the bench, uh, he said, well, these good news clubs, uh, they should not be allowed on campus because they're teaching the Bible, they're teaching kids to memorize scripture, they're singing Christian songs. Breyer said that? Justice praying. Breyer? Yeah, in, really? in a dissent. Huh. Um, and Justice Thomas, who wrote the decision, said, yeah, that's right, so what? <laughs> because this is religious viewpoint. They're teaching character and moral development. In America, which is based on Judeo-Christian foundation, right? <laughs> yeah, and they said, for example, that... Love Justice You know, one of the... Uh, well, he didn't say it in that... I know. He but... said it in more legal <laughs> terms. Yeah. He didn't use so what, but it's basically the same right. <laughs> result. So what? Yeah, I mean, so what's new? I mean, this is their right. Uh, 
And so, for example, you know, the scouts up until, you know, they've changed course, they were always mm -hmm. saying that they still have it as their policy. They want to teach character and moral development. Mm -hmm. They want to teach <clears throat> responsibility and even patriotism. Well, the Good News Clubs do the same thing. So, for example, they have a story about Joseph and his brothers. And his brothers, the brothers of Joseph, they did not like him. They were jealous, so they threw him in the pit. They left him for dead. Mm -hmm. He was then sold into slavery in Egypt. And you know the story, he rose to prominence. And after he rose to prominence and he became the source of life, if you will, for keeping his not, not only his family, but the Jewish Israelites alive and others alive because of the famine, he could have taken revenge against his brothers. And so what does the story of Joseph say? Forgive them. And what was intended for evil, God turned around for good. So that's a story that's used among many others in the Good News Clubs to talk to the kids, and this is kindergarten through fifth grade roughly, uh, to talk to the kids about, yeah, somebody may wrong you, but instead of taking revenge, even though you may have a, quote, reason to do so, forgive. Forgiveness is the best right. example. And so that teaches this character moral development, but it does it from a Christian biblical standpoint. And why wouldn't you want your children to learn that? Why wouldn't you want a Good News Club on every campus? There are about 4,800 Good News Clubs right now on public school campuses. We are privileged to represent CEF all over the United States. Child Evangelism Fellowship is the largest Christian ministry in the world. It is in more nations than any other ministry in the entire world. And its focus is really the 4 through 14 age. That 4 through 14 window is very critical. Critical to hear the gospel by that, because most of them make their decision for Christ by then. By that time, that's right. And it's a critical moment, critical time. Continue to pray for our case involving the Good News Clubs. Uh, and not only in Rhode Island, we're getting ready to file suit in another state as well. We'll tell you about that when it occurs. For more information, go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org. That's lc.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. You can also call us at 407-875-1776. Again, that phone number, 407-875-1776. The website again, lc.org.